Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I share my recent Forbes article, Psychological Safety at Work, Why It Matters, and How to Create It. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's great to be with you again today as I share my recent Forbes article, Psychological Safety at Work, Why It Matters, and How to Create It. Years ago, I was a mid-level manager at an organization that made extensive use of part-time and contingent workers in order to manage labor costs. While pay for these workers was not high, the organization leaned heavily on goodwill and shared purpose and messaging that everyone and their contributions mattered and were appreciated. These part-time and contingent workers knew what they were signing up for, and while they may not have been thrilled with the low pay and lack of benefits, they generally seemed happy to be part of this organization, making an impact in the lives of its customers. Then the organization hit hard times. Leadership looked for ways to further cut costs, which resulted in an additional squeeze on the part-time and contingent workers. While I was not in a high-level position and not included in the executive meetings where decisions were made, I was well-respected throughout the organization. I decided I needed to put my social and political capital to work to try to help my colleagues. I set up meetings with C-suite executives and made the case for staying committed to our part-time and contingent workers, especially during a time of crisis. However, my arguments largely fell on deaf ears, so I became more vocal. Eventually, the organizational leadership came around, walked back some of their previous decisions, and largely made things right. While I was happy about this outcome, I believe I paid a steep price for speaking out. I was labeled a problem employee and passed over for a promotion. This had a chilling effect as other employees saw what could happen to them if they were to speak out. What is psychological safety? We have all been there. Leaders say they encourage constructive and challenging dialogue, but in reality, they just want their people to agree with them and move on. And when an employee has the nerve to point out problems, abuses, logical fallacies or inconsistencies, or even just play devil's advocate to get to more thorough thinking, they get ostracized and criticized for not being a team player. Those experiences, and the one I shared above, illustrate the principle of psychological safety. The Center for Creative Leadership defines psychological safety at work as shared belief held by members of a team that others on the team will not embarrass, reject, or punish you for speaking up. Why is it important to create psychological safety at work? While we all know we don't want to be in a psychologically unsafe environment, who would, there's a business case for creating a psychologically safe work environment too. In a recent HBR article, the author states, 
Psychological safety allows for moderate risk-taking, speaking your mind, creativity, and sticking your neck out without fear of having it cut off. Just the types of behaviors that lead to market breakthroughs. Simply put, a psychologically safe workplace is a more innovative and competitive workplace. It also encourages employees to speak up when they see a problem, thereby helping organizations avoid potential failures and save time and money in the long run. Finally, let's not forget about the human case for creating a psychologically safe work environment. If we are committed as organizational leaders to treating our people with dignity and respect, then psychologically safe environments should be a given. Not only will this lead to more healthy individuals and relationships, but it will also lead to greater cohesiveness and productivity as we leverage the innate talents and capabilities of our people and provide them with opportunities to continually learn and grow. How can you create psychologically safe organizations? While creating a psychologically safe work environment can be challenging, it also isn't rocket science. Here are six common practices and approaches that can help enhance psychological safety in your workplace. Number one, be open with your team. The first step to creating a psychologically safe workplace is to practice transparency. This means regularly and consistently communicating, sharing the why behind decisions, and genuinely seeking the input of your people. Number two, encourage and reward conscientious dissent. As you seek input, create an environment where everyone can speak up and speak out about issues and problems without fear of retaliation. Recognize that it is not easy for your people to share their ideas, especially when there is a history of input being dismissed or undervalued. Acknowledge and reward meaningful contributions and sincerely thank your people. Number three, practice active listening and emotional agility. When your people speak up, your goal should be to fully understand their perspective, ask clarifying questions, and avoid the tendency to get defensive by practicing emotional agility. If we lose our cool and snap at our team when they're making a good faith contribution, we will undermine trust. Number four, clarify expectations to build an accountability culture. Mutual accountability is the foundation of a psychologically safe workplace. Clarify your expectations for your people and seek to understand their expectations for you. Then hold each other to those expectations and support each other to achieve success. Number five, develop mutual trust. Along with mutual accountability, over time you need to develop a deep and genuine trust with your people. Be someone they can count on and always walk the walk. Lean on them a little at first, and over time you will trust in their capabilities. Number six, Focus on diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging initiatives. Finally, a psychologically safe workplace needs to be an inclusive workplace with a culture of belonging where everyone feels genuinely needed, wanted, and valued for who they are and what they contribute. To drive greater organizational efficiencies, employee engagement and productivity, creativity and innovation, and to continually add value to the marketplace, leaders need to prioritize the emotional well-being of their people and create a psychologically safe environment. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership, Ordinary Everyday Actions That Produce Extraordinary Results. 
Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years. With increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition, the average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.